Welcome everyone to the Out to Lunch podcast. My name is Griffin McCurlin, and today we've got another episode of the Adoption Series where we speak with various SAP partners within the field of software implementation. Hans Ube and Yip Ten Bosch sit down with Nathan Williams from Nimble on how they enable the intelligent enterprise with having a clear digital strategy with a focus on business technology platform. So let's see what they're having for lunch. The day couldn't have started like with success unless I have coffee. So I'll, I'll kind of start with that. I kind of a, a coffee nerd and we use that every morning as kind of a treat coffee in more of a ceremonial aspect. So we... Yeah. Part of this is coffee subscription where we get a different boutique blend every couple of weeks that we can try um, something from, you know, a small farm or something local and oh, cool. make it in different ways. So we typically do like a pour over coffee. So it, it makes it more of a ceremonial event as, as opposed to transactional. So we like to enjoy coffee a little bit more that way. So that's, right. that's how I'm starting the, the, the morning this morning. Well, you got two coffee addicts with you today. Uh, I know Hans is also quite big into his espresso, and so am I. So um, that makes three of us. So a very good way of starting the day is is indeed a good coffee. I couldn't agree more. No. Hey, um, <laughs> to um, to to get started, uh, I mean, I did a, a bit of research, obviously, into Nimble and to yourself and. One of the things that kept popping up um, when doing some research and reading uh, reading articles online and 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 look at um, uh, customer testimonials and uh, those kind of things is is the topic of innovation, 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 and proof of concepts that were um, evolved into products uh, and then helping customers actually adopt it. Can you talk a bit more about? how you guys drive innovation and how maybe innovation has changed also over the last couple of years from an on-prem to more cloud environment? Yeah, absolutely. And a, and a lot of it is around education, right? And customers are wanting to know, you know, where, where do we start? So I keep, I'll keep going back to BTP because um, that's really at the core and that's the platform as a service that we use to pull everything together and really enable the intelligent enterprise. Um, so it starts with education and education, not just from a, a, a maybe a design thinking session, but really a, a digital strategy, digital strategy, because that real transformation in, in a, introducing innovation, it starts with a clearly defined uh, digital strategy, one that can, can produce, you know, quick value today. And then also, lend a hand to a scalable and, and innovative future, right? Continuing that momentum of, of innovation. So with BTP, a lot of customers want to know, you know, where can we get started? Either we've heard about BTP, we've heard that it can solve all of our problems, it can provide innovation, it can provide cognitive capabilities, you know, where do we start? Um, the other aspect of that might be, well, we already own BTP, you know, how, and, and where we might be paying for a, a cons consumption license, how do we consume more from, from BTP? So our role at Nimble and how we introduce innovation really starts with that digital transformation strategy, as well as education on, on the tool. And, and how we do that is, um, it depends on the starting point for the customer, right? We, we always recommend, and we are proponents of um, what we call experiencing BTP, right? And that can take shape from a digital onboarding workshop where we give maybe a BTP 101, uh, describing the microservices, the applications, the components within BTP. And then we have different 
experiences that take it all the way to maybe even leaving something with the customer where we talk about a challenge or a problem and we build a proof of concept and we live and, and we leave that with the customer for them to maybe maybe play with maybe experience maybe even promote production if it um if it's strategic for them so um i our our position is really starting small starting incremental in incrementally and moving towards that that digital strategy with key solutions or key um, scenarios that address a true business challenge. Cool. Yeah, no, that, that makes a ton of sense. And it's much in line with what we also heard in previous podcasts, right, is is the the, the strategy to start small and then to evolve from there. Um, I think one of the one of the challenges, obviously, uh, and very often is how do you make sure that you keep it simple for the customer and how do you convince the customer to start small? Because if you talk to the business, they typically come up with tons of things that they need to have in order to be successful. How do you then still trim that down to say, let's start with A and then move to Z in as many as incremental steps as you need? What, what's the what's the best practice there that you guys use? No, absolutely. And this is something that we face and try to solve for on you know a, a daily, weekly basis, both with customers that are might have already an ingrained innovation culture, um, mm. and then also customers that are are working towards building that culture of, of innovation. Um, and you know, from our viewpoint. It, this all starts with a, a business challenge, right? We have capabilities and tools, um, in, intelligent technologies that are ready, readily available within BT, across, BTP, across data, across analytics, across integration, across app dev, across, as I mentioned, intelligent technologies. So to your point is, you know, all right, we, we've heard about BTP. We know that all of these things exist to help us, but where do we start? And not only do, how do we start and build something that's a proof of concept, but how do we take that and, and scale and industrialize it, right? Because a lot of organizations, a lot of partners are great at building proof of concepts. Awesome. You've got something that you've got a use case, you built it in a, in a sandbox, but then what, you know, true innovators and true value starts when you, yes, build a proof of concept, but continue that momentum and make sure that gets deployed to production, even if it's in a maybe a pilot um, perspective or a MVP or a minimally viable product. So that's that's our recommendation. And how we do that tactically is, of course, going through design thinking. And design thinking is not new, right? That's been around for, for a long time. Again, I go back to digital advisory to understand what's the strategy and tease out that business challenge. And that business challenge could be a peculiar requirement or a unique requirement that we need to solve for, right? Maybe it's a aerospace and defense customer who has a unique audit requirement that can't be resolved by anything off the shelf. So we need to, and we can solve for that with BTP. This might be a customer, a manufacturing customer that hasn't innovated in 30, 40, 60 years, their processes or their machines, and they want to create a breakthrough product, uh, a digital twin to one of their industrial machines. Um, this could be an airport that wants to, or a shopping mall that wants to get real-time insights on ingress and egress of, of customers to control crowds, right? So there's, there's a million different ways that we can define a business challenge, whether it's breakthrough product, 
or, or anything, right? So we start there and then we go through art of the possible to determine how can we build upon that key challenge to bring it even in more value. And from there, it's our classic design thinking methodology. And we start with building clickable mockups. So if we have, we've got the challenge, we've got an idea of what this application might look like. The focus is on user experience, right? Because we want to make sure that our business users, the consumers of these applications are receiving commercial grade, delightful, you know, modern, you know, high performing applications. So we're able to mock those up in tools like design tools like Figma, where we can design the app, we can click through it, we can gain business buy-in, we can do iterative updates, and then we, we promote it from there. And the great thing about BTP is we can even now do that with no-code and low-code tools like AppGyver. So we can spin these proof of concepts up or these MVPs up with, with low-code tools in an actual application. And then from there, I think we're off to the races, right? We can identify what that MVP will look like, what that pilot will look like. Maybe it's a one process, maybe it's a small uh, community, maybe it's one geography, and then we get that live, right? And we get feedback, we iterate, and then we define a strategy, a strategy to industrialize and scale. So it's it's that incremental approach to quick wins, quick value, demonstrating that value, and then that's when the snowball effect occurs with with innovation. That, that, that's great. Maybe building on that, the interesting one is always how do you compile the team that makes it happen, right? Because I mean, you have very different skills you need to bring to the table, understanding the business, creating a unique user experience for the end user, and then the tech experts that do it in a, in a meaningful way with the technology. How do you try to bring this, this at least three dimensions together, right? And, and make a meaningful team in terms of serving the customer in the best way? No, fantastic question because the, the the team is is really at at the heart of and they're in the weeds and they're at the heart of the the, the strategy and the success of this, right? So I look holistically the the team involves the customer, the partner, and, and SAP. At a fifty thousand foot view, that's the team, and we need to be aligned on on the goals, on the business challenge, and what our ultimate outcome is right and then within that you know if we we zoom in a little bit narrowed down on, on maybe maybe the partner team you know it's it's the consultants that are involved and you know with the digital transformation and moving to the cloud the role of the consultant has rapidly evolved you know we can we can take a look back to when we started moving to the cloud you know call that a decade ago for example or even through the pandemic where digital transformation was accelerated, right? We needed to get into initiatives within uh, weeks or months, not, not years. So the role of the consultant and, and that makeup within the team is very important. So we're not just talking about, you know, maybe backend developers where we hand them a functional spec and they develop. Our team within Nimble, and this is what we're, you know, really proud of it. Nimble is made up of developers that are multidisciplinary. Right, so they embody um, front-end uh, expertise, back-end expertise, and then not only that, they're familiar with with the core, right? Because when we talk about innovation and breakthrough products and creating competitive advantage, we start from the core and then we move that outwards towards these edge technologies and towards the business technology platform. So I think that team that you're mentioning has to be packed with um, strong consult consultants who have been there, done that, have a mindset for innovation, have a have a mindset to bring new perspectives and new ideas to the table, 
um, and, and also, you know, experts in, in, in cloud development. And from the customer side, you know, I think that team is, it's, we, we have a, con a considerable advantage when there's, all, there's a culture of innovation and direction from maybe a chief innovation officer or a chief digital officer, right? Um, and people that are, are, are ready for change and, and excited to, to propel their organization into, into the digital era. So the roles, I, I'll digress, but the, the roles are evolving um, and it's, it's definitely not the, 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 the makeup of the team that we're used to with on-premise. No, I, I mean, 100%. And, and again, that's very much in line with what we've been hearing from the ecosystem is that the roles are changing rapidly. Um, to, I mean, the role of a, a tech person is no longer just tech. They need to be much more than that uh, back-end, front-end, but also business process-oriented more than ever because um, that's in the cloud world that's that's more and more becoming uh, um, a, a very relevant point how do you to to whom do you typically speak when when driving this cycle of innovation is that still the tech side of the business in customers or is it more the business side or is it um, a good mixture of that um, i'm interested to to hear how that's evolved because in the past with on-prem, typically you, you spoke to the tech departments of customers. How has that changed? And especially with regards to driving that innovation cycle? Yeah, great, great question. Um, and not only with, with on-prem, but we still, our counterparts, we, we still work with IT a lot, don't get me wrong. Um, when we position innovation, when we position BTP organizations, there's typically two different paths. You have the classical, let's call it the extension approach, right? If you go through a large transformation, um, S4, Greenfield, Bluefield, Brownfield, you're always going to need integrations, right? The, the middleware components that connect S4 to external systems, whether it's SAP, non-SAP cloud, whatever, you always need integrations. You're always going to need some aspect of Fiori or, or analytics, right? Uh, in order to make that uh, that implementation successful or even possible at all. So these during these major SAP projects, these the IT is typically our counterpart, right? Because the focus is, well, we need these capabilities. We need these components. Focus is gonna be on how cheap can I have this done or with how cost-effective can I get this accomplished and how fast can I get this accomplished, right? So our focus when we're working with IT is cost, um, and also probably longer longer life cycles with um, probably limited expansion there. What when we position innovation, and this is the, the the power of BTP and the capabilities within BTP, we're able to segue to more of a modern and innovation led approach. And this is where our counterparts are now. We're seeing the business. So when I take a look at our most you know our largest most innovative projects that have gone to market the fastest, that continue to evolve and continue to build upon, um, build capabilities upon themselves. That's when our counterparts have been the chief marketing officer, the chief accounting officer, or the CFO, right? So that's because we're using BTP to solve strategic business challenges. The focus is not is less so much actually on cost, but it's more on value, right? And also it's not really a longer cycle. Um, we don't have to wait to innovate. We can bring products, solutions, applications with shorter life cycles, 
um, and continuously expand them with a shorter amount of time. So that has really evolved, um, not only with going from on-premise to cloud, but also the capabilities and the maturity of the business technology platform has geared our audience um, much more towards the business. If you're on mute and asking the nice question. <laughs> I, I was worried I, I was worried I was gonna have to repeat that one. Yeah. No. <laughs> Reading from the lips, right? No, I was gonna say if we would have actually would have had lunch, then Hans and I would have finished by now and your your lunch would have been either cold or still fully on your plate. Um, but it's it's all right. We're gonna let you have your lunch now, because uh, we're gonna need to wrap this up. Um the famous last question that we always have is you now had a virtual lunch with us, but if you could have lunch with just about anybody, somebody who you admire, um, get inspiration from, um, has been mentoring you uh, either directly or by following that person, who would that be? And uh, what are some of the things that you would like to know from that person? Wow, okay. Um... Well, immediately I, I, I go to sports um, and I'm a, I'm a big Golden State Warriors fan. So I, I go to Steph Curry because he just won his fourth championship. But I know a little bit more um, about Michael Jordan. So I, I would say that it would be Michael Jordan. I mean, in addition to, you know, being an amazing basketball player, he's an amazing leader who's, who's demonstrated success, how to win, how to create a vision, how to execute a strategy, how to, how to lead with authentic leadership, right? Mm -hmm. To, to, to yep. have difficult conversations to challenge and build his teammates up. So I, I think that's who I'd, I'd want to have lunch with and, you know, pick his brain and go really deep on authentic leadership and, and, and developing relationships through, through, through really trying to push limits of teammates and, and challenging them and, and holding them up. Awesome. Great choice. We didn't have him um, as a as a favorite lunch um, uh, candidate yet. So um, so good choice. Awesome. All right, that's it. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing your knowledge and wisdom with us and your your vision on um, on how to um, how to drive innovation um, into um, into the cloud markets. Um, it's been great. Um, so again, thanks thanks Hans for joining me as well. And um, I wish you a pleasant rest of the day and uh, we'll keep following the work that you and, and Nimble are doing in, uh, in the B2P space. So thank you very much. Great, thanks, thank you. Thank you. Thank you partners for listening to this episode of the Out to Lunch podcast. We only have one more episode left in the adoption series. So stay tuned for that before the holidays. And if you've got 30 seconds, please hit the link in the description to let us know how you like this episode. Enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, stay hungry.